it's not just connection with the the team that they love, but it's connecting to that experience and enabling their home gating experience to be elevated as well. You're listening to Sports Tech Feed, the global sports technology podcast. Hello and welcome to Sports Tech Feed. I'm your host, Thomas Loams. Great to have you join us again this week. On today's show, we have Janet Gibson, CEO and founder of Scores, global pioneers in large-scale multi-sensory sports fan engagement. Their immersive platform brings a new dimension to in-home audience engagement by amplifying campaigns and initiatives using integrated Internet of Things products and platform technology. Some of the products you might be familiar with include uh, the Budweiser Red Light Smart Scoring Glass and for our Canadian friends, the Ice Hockey Smart Scoring Light. Both of these products react to events like team scoring moments or celebrations to bring the stadium experience into your living room. And that's certainly something that is even more relevant as the majority of fans can't be there in person for the foreseeable future. So we obviously cover off that, Uh, we cover off how the company came to be and some of Janet's insights on how these internet connected devices, products, uh, fan engagement tools um, then plug into a whole level of digital engagement on a platform. This interview was recorded as part of our Sports Tech World Series European Conference. Uh, We went virtual this year for obvious reasons and had some amazing speakers from around the world uh, share their knowledge. So that's on sportstechworldseries.com. You can go back through and and have a look at some of the other sessions that were there. We've featured a few on the podcast, uh, including last week was Franco Segarra from Valencia uh, CF, so one of Spain's oldest football clubs, talking about how they're going through a digital transformation and how it's about uh, really changing culture within that. And they've really seen some um, fantastic results, including uh, being honoured by the Webby Awards. So if you want to go back and have a look at that, you can also go to sportstechfeed.com for show notes uh, for all our episodes uh, running back uh, into last year. So I'd highly recommend you do that. If you are enjoying it, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It always helps to get the word out. And if you want to reach out to me, uh, Tom Salome your host, then you can find me on LinkedIn or you can also email me directly, thomas at sportstechworldseries.com. Always great to hear from you. And now it's time to dive into the world of the in-stadium at-home experience with connected devices uh, with Janet Gibson, CEO and founder of Scores. Janet Gibson, welcome uh, to the Sports Tech World Series European Conference. Great to have you with us. Uh, Now, you're the founder and CEO of Scores, and today we're talking all about uh, how you're enabling fans to connect to the stadium experience at home with connected devices. And today, can you can you lead off and, and tell us a bit about your work with Scores and how you came involved in the industry? Yeah, thanks, Thomas. Thanks for having me. Um, so, yes, yeah, Scores has been doing in-home connected devices or fan engagement products for over seven years now. So, um, we are the global pioneers in this space with what we do. Um, we have a bunch of different products. Our, pr- our initial market was up in Canada with ice hockey and activating um, for the the goal experience and sort of finding a way to bring that experience into fans' homes when they're watching the game. So it's a, it's an interesting time right now and we're sort of certainly, the spotlight's shining on us a little bit from an in-home experience once sports starts to really turn back on again. Um, but uh, so we started, as I mentioned, back in 2015, 2016 with products. Um, and went from originally the, uh, so this is our sort of premier product, which is the red light. And as there's a goal scored in hockey, it's a, uh, 
it's the um, replica of the goal light within the hockey stadium and literally within a split second that goes um, activates within the fans homes and it um, it creates a way for the brands to start a connection with the fans as well which is a really important piece of what we do yeah so that's I guess is that the problem you're seeking to solve and later in the kind of discussion we'll look at how that's changed under COVID-19, coronavirus shutdown, you know, 2020 and beyond. But the original idea was around fans that can't be in the stadium because maybe yeah. they, they live remotely, you know, they can't travel, they can't, you know, afford a ticket, whatever that is, bringing yeah. them how it's like. And, and I know that um, before this, you showed me how loud that is and we decided not to set the red <laughs> light off to save everyone at home's headphones. So. Yeah. But it's, it, it replicates for anyone who's watched hockey the, the loud, you know, buzzer siren, um, that kind of noise, light, experience, all of that of uh, being in a hockey match. Yeah, that's right. Well, we saw originally saw a real opportunity because, as you mentioned, um, limited fans can get to stadium. Stadium has, of course, have a certain capacity and the teams and leagues have um, exponentially more fans than are able to get to a game. So... From an engagement perspective, there's, you know, over, you know, sometimes with some of the leagues, 96 to 98% of fans that never actually get to see a game. So we saw this opportunity to introduce IoT devices into this space um, for a way to amplify that game day experience and that home gating experience for fans through our multi-sensory technology. So we have a, um, a platform, of course, that drives the products Fans connect um, via a suite of apps that we have dependent on the league or um, the partner that we might be working with. They then select their team, connect their product and away they go. So you can imagine it brings, um, as I mentioned, that home gate experience to life through light, sound, um, any important moment that a fan wants to celebrate their team. So be it a scoring event, um, we can take it right down to a player um, milestone as well. So it's really, you know, there's nothing like going to a game in a stadium, but for all of those fans that can't get there, there's, there's a way that we can engage them and initially through the product and then through all of our digital capability as well. Yeah, so uh, just kind of drilling down into the use case, and we might as well go with the, um, the hockey mm. life there. Can you share a bit more about, I guess that from a from a fan experience, what's it like? Where how do I get my hands on this? What do I have to do? What it's set up, and then from the brand, um, you know, or, or the team who kind of who's paying for it and who's yeah. getting the value, and then thirdly, maybe something on the technical. But but first off, uh, share a little bit about the fan experience. Sure. So um, so the fans, and this is a partnership that we have with the brand up in Canada. So the Budweiser is the official sponsor of. Um, NHL and um, so uh, through this partnership we have um, initially started with the red line as I mentioned and the fan experience here is through the, the partnership with the brand we drive awareness for the fan through their, um, their 360 channels. Um, the fan then obtains a product, downloads the app, selects their team and it's really a set and forget because it's a Wi-Fi enabled product being a connected device. So literally Five minutes before game time, the fan will get an alert through the product, so it's sound enabled. Um, and we can have various sound files go through the product. So you can imagine crowd noise, um, 
the uh, there might be that um, you know the the fight songs for the teams or the the unique songs that are related to the teams. Um, that, yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, so any sound file national anthem, for example, can also play through all of the products with being sound enabled. Um, so as I mentioned, for every game throughout the season. Um, the lights will go off for the teams. Um, it's, it's fascinating watching some of that fan behaviour because we see them with their favourite team and then we see them also following the opposing team and switching the opposing teams out. So, of course, they're creating an atmosphere where the light's going off for every single goal that's, um, that's experienced. So what we did um, at the end of 2016, we decided that um, you know, this experience was going so well and we wanted to reach even more fans in their homes. So we wanted to democratise this experience for fans and find a, um, a scalable product that could um, get to the masses. And we created a Bluetooth enabled product that's also of course connects to our platform. Um, and in this instance, we did a physical form of a cup. So the technology is agnostic to any physical product form. Um, and we created the gold sink glass and there's now uh, about 2 million of them connected to hockey up in Canada at different times. So, um, you know, it's really extending that experience out to the masses of fans and, you know, there's not too many fans that get to a game. So it's, it's been a great experience and a, a terrific partnership with the, the brand as well. Yeah, and is it usually, do you find it's usually the process with Budweiser, is it, and then you can connect into the APIs, the, is it the teams in terms of like, because obviously if I'm, a, if I'm a hockey fan and I want, I don't want it just randomly going off if there's a, you know, I go for the, the Maple Leafs and the Senators yeah. score a goal, is it, is it into their apps or just that kind of technical side? How is it actually connecting into the right team? So our platform consumes the data from, um, the uh, stats providers, gotcha. so game time stats providers. Yeah. Um, we have a suite of apps that are white labelled that can be, um, so we can integrate via SDK into the team apps. Um, we have our own suite of apps, or we do a, um, as I mentioned, white label, we can do a branded app as well. If there's a use case for a brand to have their own unique app, which is really interesting for, um, for this use case for the red light and hockey, um, we've got, as I say, millions of fans that have products out in market, which creates an audience for the brand to communicate with and a direct connection through to the fans. So by virtue of the fact that they're downloading a branded app and then um, it's a gateway for communication. Gotcha. And is it, have, you, have you found it's mainly the, the brands that are interested in engaging on that? Like is, it, is that where the kind of push is coming from or is it a partnership with the team or the league? Yeah, interesting. Um, it obviously started with a brand partnership, um, but having that in-market awareness now across North America, um, and the products can activate for any sport, and that's the beauty of our platform is it's agnostic not only to the physical product form, but the sport. So we can activate globally across any sport um, and, in fact, have done a number in Australia now as well um, and starting to reach out with some proof of concepts across into Europe. Um, so we're finding, as I mentioned, with the awareness in market and um, it's probably good to talk a little bit about the journey sort of from where we, we were with this first product. Um, once we had that in-home experience um, really nailed, 
we started to think, okay, well, we can also amplify the stadium experience as well and have, um, we created the world's first gold sink arena, again, up in Canada. Um, and we had our, we created a, um, a proprietary system that we installed into the stadium and that activated our products in the stadium as well. So when there was the national anthem, as I mentioned, when there was the goal, um, and then the unique proposition with the products that we have in a stadium is that they also have our in-home technology in them. So we could see fans take all the products home. And I can tell you they didn't leave any behind. Yeah. And then <laughs> um, and we, we literally saw fans walking out with armloads of these products. And, um, and then um, when they got home, they download the app, connect the product again, and, and away they go. So from a team perspective, they could see the distribution of fans that had been at the game and where they're going through all of our data and analytics as well. Oh, wow. So, yeah. so that's, um, that, again, there's this richness in the data which is starting to become really appealing for teams and leagues to understand their fans further. Um, and then once we had sort of done a, I think it was about 10 different stadiums across Canada and the US for hockey, um, we then have, were approached by the NFL and we did the Super Bowl um, back a couple of years ago as well. So that was, you know, a fantastic experience. We created the first pre-game experience with our products, pre-game show. Um, and again, all of the fans took the products home and are still connected onto the platform. So once um, once the sport starts up again, we'll start to see the products all start to react again, which is great. Fantastic. And I mean, that's probably a good segue to talk about uh, one sports startup. Um, there's a fair few kind of online at the moment um, coming into, into June and, and probably a lot more than I thought would be, but there's, there's a lot that are also coming back with either no fans or restricted fans. So mm -hmm. how does that, how, how do you pivot or how do you accelerate um, parts of the business uh, in response to that? Well, that's where the conversations um, that we're having at the moment with leagues and teams are becoming very relevant. Um, and I think, well, in Australia, we're starting to allow, in coming weeks, we'll be allowing 25% of fans into the stadium. So, again, what was possibly, you know, 2 or 3% of fans that could actually get to the game, that's reduced even further. Um, so it's becoming, as I mentioned a bit earlier, a real spotlight shining on this space in um, fans are sitting at home, often connecting via Zoom or doing a... Um, a friend's experience and then how can they amplify that further? They all wear their, you know, their tribe wear and their, their team colours um, and our products will react in the team colours for that scoring moment. So um, from a team perspective, they're really excited to be able to introduce these these products and way of connecting to their fans. So is that is that one of those things that the team or the league then distributes that out, sends it out to fans, they connect, they get the data back on... Um, on the fans, what they're doing, kind of how, where they are, how many people connect, all that kind of stuff, hit rate basically for that. Um, and then yeah. fans get further enjoyment because it's the stadium experience. That's right. Um, and then we have a range of um, what we're terming fan engagement modules within our app and platform as well. So not only during game time, but we have polls and quizzes that can run in between game time. So it's really um, creating that connection. The, the products create the connection 
between the team and the fan and then our digital platform and various fan engagement modules um, enable that connection to be utilised both inside and outside of game time as well. Yeah, definitely. So do you see that, I mean, that connected device experience, is that, is that something that will change how fans um, experience a game in, in the post-COVID world? Is it one of those things that fans will expect that experience, do you think? Um, look, I think, I think so. I think that, you know, it's a really unique time that we're moving into now. And I think it's a, a little bit uncertain and um, it's not just connection with the, the team that they love, but it's connecting to that experience and enabling their home gating experience to be elevated as well. So, um, as I mentioned, nothing's quite like going to a game and having that, the sound of the crowd and um, the team songs and so on. But I think we complement broadcast in that we can bring those experience to um, amplify the broadcast. Now, I know there's, you know, a few broadcasters are, are playing the crowd noise. Um, so through our suite of products as well, we can um, elevate that and add to it further. Yeah, and, and I assume in response to actions within the game rather than just a random Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And all of those experiences are customisable um, for the team or the brand if we're working with the brand. So there might be um, brand activation moments that the brand might be interested in, in activating during a game, which we can trigger, as you mentioned, during a, a specific time in the game, be it... Um, you know, the halftime, perhaps. Um, there might be in uh, in synchronisation with an advertisement that might be on broadcast or so on, we can have the products activate at that moment as well. So we work fairly collaboratively, well, very collaboratively with our partners and teams as well to um, to really, really, as I say, extend that, uh, that game time yeah. experience. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's no secret that hardware is hard it's difficult business to to get that going obviously you have the digital side and the platform that comes into it how do you yeah. come up with the idea about what the actual um module product i'm, I'm not sure what you you've referred them to but the light for instance the cup that you mentioned how, how do you kind of work about what's going to be offered um is it something that brands come and say we'd love to hockey we're sponsoring it hockey light or is it um that you have a set amount of products and then people pick and choose um, it's a bit of both. We've done a fair bit of consumer research. Um, once we started to get the products out into market, we, we observe through the platform and the, the data analytics, the fan behaviour, um, when they're tuning into the game, um, when the products are going off, if we, um, you know, start to celebrate um, more times than just the goal event. So as you mentioned, um, specific game time events, um, in the case of NFL, it might be um, like the first down, for example. We start to see what people are what people are um, identifying with within yeah. the game. What they're connecting um, with, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, so we have a suite of products that, through all of the consumer testing, that we have um, created. And then we do have some partners that say, oh, well, can we also create this unit to our team? So I don't know, maybe a team mascot, which of course, given it's a physical product, we need to see scale to make it um, uh, a scalable price point. 
but it's certainly within our suite of capability that we do for sure. Yeah, definitely. And is it is it something that um, I probably should ask this earlier? But is it something that the fan pays for the the hardware unit and then they get the app for free, or is it is it that the brands will usually front up um, in some sort of sponsorship? Sure, there are various use cases, as you can imagine, depending on the the partnership. So we have um, what we've called an entry level version of the products, which are probably the most scalable. They might be the ones that are gifted. Um, up to the more premium ones, which are the, the high level of technology, the Wi-Fi connection. Um, so our model is that we have a sort of a small upfront cost and then a subscription for the fans as well, um, which can enable them to start to um, increase the different sports that they might be looking at as well. So I'm wanting to celebrate. So um, it's in our experience, it's rare that a fan is a sports fan is a fan of just one league. Or just one team and they want the that experience to extend to all of the teams that they follow yeah definitely is there in terms of um connected devices this is probably a bit of a sideways step but looking at something like um alexa or you know google home nest whatever that is um uh, bezos famously said that you've always got to predict the future and ask your customers what it is but at the same time if i'd ask one of my customers uh do they want a pringle shaped can sitting on their counter that tells them the weather and listens to everything they say, they'd probably say no. Um, is it one of those things that they do you think connected device like this, as they get smarter, will then um, be responsive? Is that, is that a, is that a kind of development that, um, that you think could, could expand that it actually becomes a part of the, the sports fans experience at an elevated level? Yeah, I think so. Um, when we set about, you know, creating these products, we we were really surprised at the enthusiasm by the sports fan. So um, we, we we could never have predicted how successful they were when we launched the the cup that I mentioned earlier. That scalable um, product, we sent as a test five hundred thousand units into market, and they sold out within um, as a gift with purchase in that instance. Um, they sold out within four to six weeks. Um, we then saw the products up on the secondary market um, for $50, $60 per unit, and they were selling. So I think to that, that earlier point, we, um, we could never have predicted that there was this appetite for fans to have a new way to celebrate their teams. Um, you know, in essence, it could be conceived that the connected devices could be um, categorised as smart merchandise, if you like, or a smart connectable, as we term them. Um, and all of the merchandise right now or the way to celebrate their, their team is um, static, whereas we're mm. bringing that dynamic um, capability to the, their fandom. Yeah, dynamic, interactive, all of that. Multi-sensory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But there's, I mean, there's certainly something to a sports fan. Um, yeah. To a hockey fan, for instance, the buzzer and the light, that's... Uh, you could take that out in the street in Toronto and you hit, hit that off and everyone would just kind of have this rush of endorphins, I think. Um, there's something well, to it. I think it'll be fascinating when the hockey does start up again and you'll probably see fans take their red lights into, into the street in celebration. Um, we know that some fans take them into the bars and restaurants. Um, although the products, we do have them out there in bars and restaurants, but they take their personal light there 
to amplify their celebration and mm. sort of have that rivalry amongst fans in that in that experience as well, which is a lot of fun. I can imagine that as well when you've got to be at a socially distanced bar. Um, it's not yeah. quite, yeah, you can't hug the person next to you. You've got to be six feet away and, and love it. Yeah. But also um, tailgating, for instance, in the US, um, here in just up the road from UT, and I um, can certainly see that uh, being part of the fan experience that, that adds to the game day atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think, um, you know, it's not just the, the game day experience, but it's also the connection that we're enabling for the fan to connect with their, with their team and also each other. And there's, I mentioned our fan engagement modules, we have a way for the fans to activate their friends' products as well outside of game time. So it could be an alert to say, hey, you know, let's grab a, a Zoom drink or what have you. Um, let's watch the game together. Um, it's been an interesting time when, um, you know, COVID started, of course, and sports shut down. We had to really think about how can we pivot um, what we're doing right now? How can we try and reach the fans in the home? How can we maintain that connection that we'd already created? Um, and in partnership, we... We were observing it, you know, the global trend of that 7pm thank you to the frontline workers. Um, and so we you know, quickly spun up a, an addition to our platform to enable um, the lights to go off at 7pm across every time zone in, across Canada so that it could also amplify that thank you moment. And the reaction that we've had from consumers has been, you know, really lovely they really appreciate that there's that meaningful moment has been amplified as well. So it's sort of given us a little more to think about, not just game day, but also, you know, how we create the meaningful moments through connected devices in, in and out of game day as well. And is that also in and out of sports? I mean, the fusion of sports, media, entertainment and gaming as well um, is, is just accelerating with, uh, with this shutdown and, and this pandemic is, is that something that you're looking at, just events in general? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the platform is sports-centric right now, but um, quite easily able to be activated for entertainment um, and, you know, media and syncing with broadcast and so on. So, you know, concerts, for example, we could sync up with the concert in home through the platform, which is uh, another interesting way of, of um, extending the capability. Yeah, fantastic. I think, um, I mean, that's, that's a, been a great discussion. Really enjoyed that. If there's anything else you'd like to add, um, kind of anything that I've missed, or we're going to have a bit of time for Q&A as well, um, which will be um, in the kind of chat discussion there. Uh, last time I said, I was pointing below and I said I felt like a YouTuber, so I feel stupid doing that. But I don't even know if it's above or below me, but it's there. Um, so you'll have the opportunity to ask, um, ask Janet a few questions. Uh, but before we go, any other kind of thoughts you'd like to leave us with, Janet? Um, I think that, um, you know, the way SCORES really approaches what we do now, and particularly as we're, we're coming out of the COVID time and wanting to connect to each other and connect to sport and as sport tries to turn on is, um, you know, we're very passionate about bringing this magic and surprise and excitement to fans. Um, to connect to their team, to bring that stadium experience and amplify that, but also engage them. And so for, for teams and leagues um, globally, we can most certainly create that connection, create that fan engagement experience through our, our technology and modules and um, 
we're excited for the future. I think it, um, you know, it's a challenging time for everyone, but I think it also brings some exciting time for innovation and that's, uh, that's where our passion lies. 100% agree with that. Definitely in a time for uh, innovation and, and acceleration as well in both trends, but also um, solutions to problems in the industry. So thank you so much for your time, Janet. It's been, uh, it's been okay. great to have you on. There you have it. That was Janet Gibson, CEO and co-founder of Scores. Uh, really interesting chat there, how they've kind of gone from uh, what in, in some ways could be, be seen as gimmicks if they weren't delivered well, but actually a really deep tools for engagement. And I've certainly seen the success of, say, the, the ice hockey light that they were talking about uh, throughout Canada and, and across North America. And it's one of those things that it's um, the data that you can get off these things are fantastic. And also, it's always going to be a problem trying to get people into a stadium. How do you really engage people? How do you kind of learn their behaviors? All that stuff. So I think really impressed by what they're doing in terms of applying that smart label uh, to these products and looking forward to seeing them grow into the future. Thanks again for tuning in. I've been your host, Thomas Loams. Looking forward to seeing you next week on Sports Tech Feed.